So as I was walking to where I'm supposed to get the taxi, I noticed the car following me around. But I didn't pay that much attention to the car because I thought it was just people who were lost or something. So uh, immediately after I turned the corner where I was supposed to get a taxi, the one guy then started asking me to get in. And I was like, no, I don't want to get in. I don't know you guys. I can't get in that car. And then immediately after I answered, he jumped out and told me to get in. So um, then my immediate reaction was to fight the guy. Then I started fighting him. As I was fighting him, I believed that it, it bought me time. Because if I had just obliged and got into the car, then nobody would have seen that I don't want to be in that car. While sitting in the car, I told them, I don't want to be here. Can you let me out? And they told me straight up that I'm not going anywhere. Okay, I sat there because one the, the, there, were, there were three guys in the car. The one guy was sitting at the passenger seat in the front, had something like a gun on his lap and told me to cooperate. So I was told to take off my bra and to unzip my pants. As I was trying to do all those things, the driver told them to, like, alerted them to see if there's, alerted them that there's a car coming behind them and the person is saying things. I took a chance and I turned. As I turned, I saw this white old man who was hooting and flicking his lights and saying something through the window. Then the driver said, we don't need this trouble. Can you just take her out of the car, push her out of the car? Immediately they said that. They took my bag and uh, threw, threw it out of the, of, of the car, of the moving car. And I, before he could even grab me, I was out of the car. Then the old man came to my rescue. He asked me to get inside the car, but at that time I don't trust anyone. I couldn't even get into his car. So what I did, what he did, he convinced me that he did, it wasn't trying to harm me or anything. He told me himself that he doesn't know where this, that strength came from because even if those guys came out and pointed a gun at him, he wouldn't know what to do. I told them to, give, to take me to the Goldman Complex that uh, my boyfriend will fetch me there. Then I phoned my boyfriend and he came to fetch me there. I didn't um, open a case or anything. At that point, you just want to get home. You want to get to a familiar place. You want to feel safe. Have you subsequently opened a case uh, in connection with this? No, I didn't. Did you get a, a good description of these? Because it would be good to share a description of these people, surely, you know, with the, the public. Well, I I can't describe them. Even if I can see them today, I can be able to point them out and say, these are those guys. And it's very funny that uh, when I shared my story with a group of my friends, another lady came up and said, no, you're not the first story. Earlier on today, there was a second story like yours. It shook me. I didn't know what was happening. You ask yourself, who am I to be that lucky? Who am I to get that old white man to to save me? He was not armed. He didn't know what he was doing, but he decided that he is going to save me. Are you seeking any sort of professional help? Yes, what's happening is that um, at this point I... I think it, it goes for everyone. You want to be as normal as possible. You want to go back to your normal daily routines. That's why I decided to come to work. But my boyfriend is, I, I 
I asked him if it wouldn't be a problem for him to set up um, a meeting with the therapist over the weekend for like for for the both of us. Uh, just describe the car for us that, uh, that was involved in this one. It's like it's, it's a white BMW, a three series, like the latest one. And the man who helped me, if he is listening anywhere in the country, I want to meet up with him. He drives a blue Dodge. It's a um, Dodge Journey.